Squeaks. I am Frank. <laughs> Today I'm joined by Squeaks. Squeaks. There it is. There it uh, is. Okay. <laughs> today's show, we're going to be doing our Avengers pick. We're, build, we're building up the new Avengers team. Talking about Batflick and the fact that he's back. We're talking about the Steam Deck and so much more. My question for you, though. Okay, first off, Jared Leto has just been cast, which is a really bad sign, for the Hatbox <laughs> Ghost in the new Haunted Mansion movie. I know you're a big Haunted Mansion fan. I want to know if you could pick to play any character from any theme park and make a movie for it, who are you picking to play that character? All right, all right. So I went more uh, because you talked about Jared Leto being in a Haunted Mansion overall. And yes, it's going to be Hatbox Ghost. But so a lot, I went with rides, really. So with yeah. this question, so I'm thinking like, OK, a lot of the rides are obviously based on movies already. But one of my favorite rides that, uh, is at Disneyland right now is uh, Matterhorn. So Classic. I think we need a Matterhorn movie mm-hmm. and uh, it, it I'm going to be super dark. I want it to be like fucking horror. You know, I want it to be like, you know, hey, this is a cool family vacation. We're going to climb mountains because that's what people like to do on a vacation instead of just relaxing, chilling. They like to, you know, go hiking and shit. Right. Yeah. So they're going to hike up this mountain. Next thing you know, cause they're, they're worried about avalanches and shit like that. But instead, what they really should be worrying about is this yeti that nobody believes in because they think it's just this mythical creature right and next thing you know they wake up upside down in a snowy cave <laughs> so uh, next thing you know, yeah yeah so and there's fucking just body parts and limbs everywhere and then they're being chased by the yeti kind of like we are in the right itself yeah that's what i'm going with <laughs> and then at some point i want somebody to be like itself. screaming about how much their knees hurt because the ride is like old as all hell that's how yeah, like they just happen to find like an old school like bobsled just in there yes. from like a last crew or something like that. Like, okay, let me get on it. Yeah. And then they go down the hill. And next thing you know, they like, yeah, I'm safe, but I got this massive headache now. So some dude that's <laughs> like some young kids, like, I wasn't even supposed to be on here. It was just a last pass or whatever, or solo ride or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Uh, oh, shoot. I like well, yeah, I do. I, Probably a little bit more uh, yeah, detailed than what you're looking for, but that's kind of awesome. So that's do you perfect. have like a specific. So if Disney wants to get into horror, I think they found. I think there's going to be more horror in that than there will be in a haunted mansion ride movie. So yeah, especially with Jared Leto, it's like oh god, Um, more morbid time. I I want a Thunder Mountain ride movie, okay, and I want it to be like warring minor factions. It could be goofy as hell because like the ride too is like super goofy with like goats having dynamite in their mouth, whatever. But just like two dudes throwing dynamite at each other, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I want to be one of those guys in the movie, and. (laughs) Make it like um, Hatfield and McCoy or some sort of sort of old Western. But again, be totally ridiculous about it and have fun with it. Yeah. And just yeah. be like, you know, again, I want to throw dynamite at somebody and vice versa. I think it'd be a hoot. It's yeah. uh, a lot of goats and stuff. That ride is my favorite ride. It's the first ride I get on every time I go to Disneyland and the last ride I leave uh, Disneyland with. It's so good. I was thinking about Space nice. Mountain too, but I'm like, there's not a lot in Space Mountain except for darkness and thrills. Yeah, at least kind of like with the ones we picked, there's somewhat of a story to it. And you can make a story out of that Thunder Mountain one. Um, it would be cool. I'm trying to picture your movie right now. I could be like, okay, the climax, obviously, is them getting in the train. It's obviously the wild ride in the wilderness, right? Or, yeah. you know, whatever they say their motto is. And uh, it's funny because you, you, you have to have, like, the turtles on the side or, like, the goat with the dynamite, like you said, or yeah. the cave exploding. Like, you have to have those things in the scenes. <laughs> I think it'd be great. And then may- maybe it's, like, these two, like, old miners that constantly are at war with each other. And then, like, the new guys coming mm-hmm. into town. So they team up to go and get that guy. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, they're button heads the whole time. It could be a hoot. I'm telling you. Okay. Disney, I'm making money for you. All you got to do is Seriously, listen to me. Seriously, man. Shit. Just, I'm not even asking for much. I know, right? <laughs> I want a Gosh. small starring role. 
All right. Uh, as <laughs> yeah. for the network, guys, there's a new Trek Freaks coming out with a very special guest, myself, on it. We're talking about Trouble of Tribbles. Basically, it's the funniest episode of Star Trek. Um, we have a brand new sloop coming out. It's going to be uh, all about Orville, and it's going to be coming out on Thursday with the finale of season three of Orville. Please go watch that. And then we have a brand new Disney Moms Go On Wrong coming out on Tuesday. So also check that out. They're doing uh, the Goofy movie, which I I think is like the best example of how to be a dad. What do you think about the Goofy movie? Um, yeah, I think we. <laughs> that's so dumb. Okay, it's. <laughs> I'm just thinking that's the best example to be a dad. Something like yeah, I learned a lot of fucking experiences from watching that movie. Yeah, you know <laughs> that uh, camping sucks, and uh, you know we just want to go to concerts instead. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the cast at the concert, it's perfect moment in movie history. Yeah. It's perfect. And then you got that ABC soup and whatever. How was it? High dad soup. Yeah. I think. Oh, God. Yeah, I think it, I think it is. Uh, um, it's funny because when you're watching it as younger, uh, you don't really catch on to those things. But then obviously when you're older, you're like, oh, man, this actually does have meaning in a lot of the scenes. It, you know, a lot of the scenes it does. So, yeah, you're like trying to create um, moments with your kids and stuff like that. And you exactly, see those yeah. moments, you know, last a long time through a goofy movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect movie. Right, let's go ahead and get into the news, man. So John Favreau apparently did not want the Russo brothers to kill off Tony Stark. He tried to fight to keep Tony Stark alive. Russo brothers are like, no, man, it has to happen in Endgame. Uh, do you think Endgame would is would have been as impactful if Tony didn't die? Uh, no, I don't think so. And I think we start to see that in a lot of the series. Uh, I think we're kind of, um, I don't want to say spoiled to it, but with Game of Thrones, right? A lot of those losses that we hate to see are more meaningful and they kind of are talked about for the longest time. Uh, if you think about it, it brings impactful moments in like Spider-Man and stuff like that when they're always like morming for uh, Tony Stark. Yeah. Uh, if it, if it, it's like a, what do you call it with the, with the Stranger Things just recently and Millie Bobby Brown is kind of calling out the roots or uh, no Duffy brothers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, Hey, kill off people that actually matter because all they do is make a new character, kill it off. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't really mean as much as if you were to kill off like a Steve or something. So, um, I think with the Tony Stark death, uh, it had, it, it's good that it happened. Um, it made this longer lasting effect. Do I think something's going to happen where we just bring them back anyway? Because it's comic book world, yeah, and that's kind of a bummer, whatever the case may be, because it just doesn't seem like any loss is really meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it was the right right call. Um, it's, I mean, it doesn't not everything has to be kitty or 2PG, you know? Like, let's have some real loss and some meaningful losses yeah. in the series. What about you? Do you think... Well, uh, if you look at Loki, I think it's a good example of how up? they can mess this up, because the first Loki death was impactful. Oh, he redeem he redeems he's redeeming himself and stuff, and then it's just played for laughs immediately when he's like pretending to be Odin and and now at this point, if you guys watch the newest Thor, they do another one of those plays, which was fantastic. Of course, it was. Mm. Um, they do another one of those plays, and they're kind of joking around about like the many deaths of Loki and is he really dead? And so yeah. even within the MCU, the death of Loki, one of their best characters, is a joke. And how can you take Marvel seriously? So. If we didn't have this, this Tony Stark death, which was a really good way to cap off 10 years of Marvel because he started Marvel. If you didn't have that, I mean, we'd be going on now thinking like, oh, yeah, no superhero is going to die. No Marvel character is going to die. And I think that's something that, you know, Marvel needed to establish like, hey, there are stakes actually in this and you can't take anything for granted. Otherwise, you know, again, especially as comic book readers, we know like there's Tony Stark's coming back. I mean, you can't no matter what you do, there's going to be some sort of reboot or something. He'll be back. Secret Wars definitely can do that, you know. 
Yeah, most definitely. Especially with all this whole like different dimensions and shit like that. It only takes a tiny bit to just open up a portal to a Tony Stark that made a different uh, decision. Yeah. Or maybe even a different uh, uh, Doctor Strange that had a different outcome, maybe, possibility. I think that's something uh, that Marvel's really trying to hide now. After the effects of Endgame and seeing how impactful it was, I think they're trying to really keep quiet, especially to the mainstream folks, the fact that there are billions, endless, a number of Tony Starks out there just waiting to be tapped. And I think, for the most part, they're trying to not mention that. It's like, yeah, you guys want a Black Widow. I mean, literally, we could just pluck one away that has almost no variance from our Black Widow. It would take nothing. Yeah. And we're really setting up the situation where we can bring back anybody we want. But I think Marvel's trying to kind of hide that from the mainstream because they want them to still feel like things matter. You know, and, and in yeah. comic books, they kind of don't. Yeah, I really. I mean, it, that's a perfect example because I have this amazing story of Captain America and I brought it to you uh, before. It's one of my favorites of him being killed and then Bucky takes the mantle. Yeah. Amazing story. I remember so, the cover very well. Yeah. Yeah. I even have it like at this track jacket with the, the print on the back. Yeah. But um, uh, it's like, we'll just um, anything can happen and you could kill off anyone and then you can obviously bring it back because at the end of the day, I could pick up a different ca Captain America, a newer one and yeah. Steve Rogers still your Captain America. So whatever. Um, now, um, uh, do you think okay so with loki you made a good thing because it's always jokes you know like even when thanos killed loki it's like okay that should be kind of um i didn't a feel big a deal, like I should but it's really it. not yeah, yeah exactly because that's a huge villain killing off a main uh a main character now do you think uh if tony stark was here alive today whatever the case may be um uh, that uh he would uh have this insane impact on like these movies that are coming out recently well, I think he'd be the guiding hand like he was for Spider-Man. We were seeing what yeah. a long-term Tony Stark would look like on the MCU. And he was kind yeah. of filling in for that, almost what S.H.I.E.L.D. was doing, right? Now that S.H.I.E.L.D.'s gone because of Winter Soldier, to a point, um, Tony Stark was filling in for that. He was being a mentor to Spider-Man. And I think we would have seen him step up for Kamala Khan, for many others in that same way. He would kind of be the guide. And mm -hmm. Doctor Strange is kind of doing that. But what one thing that's not, you know foreseen at the time is the fact that Doctor Strange has far bigger problems. I mean, like he's holding the the threads of reality together, let alone the fact trying to mentor the next level of Avengers. So he yeah. can't. He can't be pulled into this. Even when we're going to be fan casting our Avengers team, he's not online. Because Doctor Strange yeah. is actually, it's kind of like, it's like with the Illuminati. Like some people are actually above the Avengers and yeah. Doctor Strange I think is one of them. He's just too big for it. So what do you do? What do you, who, who's guiding him? Black Panther True. was my next folk. We know what happened there. So it's, it's, it's tough life ahead of them. Yeah. And then we have Black okay. Widow died too. And Black Widow, I felt like, was almost forgotten. I think Black Widow, which is another question of like, why did John Favreau care about Black Widow dying or not? And apparently there was no kickback for that. So would Black Widow's death meant more? Because it felt like we kind of forgot her in the, in the wake of Tony Stark dying. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you're right, though, because they, obviously they both died in the same movie. So it's kind of given us this experience of like, oh, my gosh, there is real loss in this uh, this movie. But yeah, I mean, with the biggest scene at the end, the whole snapping of Iron Man's hand and wherever his gauntlet, it yeah. kind of did overshadow that. But you're right, though, we can't forget that um, there was multiple losses in this one. But I can see the overshadowing. I think it's just because overall it's a big moment at the end also. Sure. Sure. Um, I think that was that played a part of a huge part of it. So it just feels like in a way Black Widow was left in the shade when like even that final Avengers Assemble, 
I, I watched, I actually just, it's funny because like last week I watched it like three times, four times because I was making clips and stuff throughout the week. And it was like, man, this is such a good scene. And you forget that like, oh yeah, Black Widow, one of the founding members isn't in the scene. And I just totally forgot about it. And it's not an hour before that in the movie that she dies. And we're supposed to be like really feeling it. And then if you look at like the post uh, series, the only person who's really hurt by this or the person who brings it up the most is Hawkeye. I mean, of course, we'll call her... Scarlet Witch is worried about Vision, who also died in, you know, in this saga anyways. And then we have mm-hmm. Loki that died. There's so many people who died and it's really just, it's all Tony Stark is the only person anybody seems yeah. to really feel. And it's just interesting that Marvel understands that and leans into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and start building our Avengers team. We're looking at these two <laughs> Avengers movies coming up and I couldn't tell you that there is an Avengers team anymore. Um, first, I want to go ahead. We're going to pick five. We're going to pick like a solid five team. But do you think we're moving beyond that? Like we do in the comic books, the Avengers team not only is always changing, but it's like almost like the DC's Justice League where it's like a society of a bunch of people. Do you think we're moving into that phase? Uh, I think we have to because we had this uh, solid foundation with the original cast and now we have this whole, there's so many heroes now. It's like, who's really, or how are they picking their their members, you know? Yeah. So it almost seems like the Avengers just might be like what you're saying, like more of a society than anything else now, because are they going to have this like, well, are we going to have a leader that kind of steps up and be like, picks the core and we sit at the table, like a Justice League table or some yeah. shit, you know, and, and discuss. And I don't really see that happening. So it almost feels like it's just the bland. So it's almost like the Avengers movie. It's not, it's just going to feel like a mush, like it was like Captain America Civil War. I, I see. Like, is it really saying, Captain yeah. America's movie? Nah, it doesn't feel like it at all. So when people say like this is a Captain America movie or a three or whatever, you know, uh, however they want to title it, it doesn't really feel like a Captain America movie. So I feel like we're just going to get these bland, bland movies now. Is, Not bland in a bad way, but just like I guess blended is a better word. Can so. you pick somebody to be our next Nick Fury? That's going to be able to combine everybody together to start to even even if we do go with the society mode, who is starting the society, running the society? Because S.H.I.E.L.D., I mean, it's at this point, is basically off the table. Yeah. Damn. Um, Professor X, if I had to pick a Nick Fury. Oh, I mean, don't do that to me, man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his own thing. I'm waiting for him to just launch off, bro. Don't tell me he's already starting an Avengers team. He's still got to start an X-Men. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, if, you know, and it's funny because he has his own team, too. But I think if Mr. Fantastic was settled... It'd be him. I think Mr. Fantastic's yeah. the kind of person to do it. Uh, Scott Lang couldn't do it, but Hank Pym would have in his old days. But Scott Lang, I don't think, will do it. Uh, maybe this new version of Hulk is a good candidate. He's not, you know, he is closer to, to Tony Stark than ever right now. He might be the right one to set this up. You know? Damn, yeah. Yeah, because if I'm thinking way too far in the future, I'm thinking Spider-Man. But that's when way more mature, when he's past this whole symbiote phase that they're probably going to lean into here right. shortly, and then more into the um, the next Iron Man. Which, you, uh, in recent comics, he was leading the Avengers, so that does make sense. Uh, yeah. But, but we, we can't forget, he's not fully owned by Marvel right now. So there's no, yeah, I don't think they're that, ever going to yeah. trust the keys to the vault to him, because Sony oh, yeah. could pull those keys away, and there's no way that Marvel's going to let that go. Yeah, I'm thinking comic book wise more than I am at MCU, but um, yeah, I mean, a Bruce is not a bad idea. This version I mean, of Bruce, anyways, yeah, which isn't yeah, our favorite version yeah. of Bruce, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. 
I do like the Hank Pin one because you know, I mean, now I'm thinking I'm trying to like pull myself back into the MCU than anything in, uh, like comics and stuff. But he would be with the with the 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 brains he has and the technology he has. I think he would be an amazing leader. Yeah. Um, where he's more like not so much Paul Rudd style, but more like you said, older and more mature wise. You know what? Yeah, is Hank Pym still alive? I think he is. So yeah, what if Hank Pym? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what if Hank Pym's like, you know what? This is how we used to do back in our day. And we, then we mm. learn about an old school version of, of Avengers that existed when he was Ant-Man. And he's like, this is how mm-hmm. we did it back in my day, back with you know Tony's dad. I can't remember his name. This is how uh, we used to do it. And then he's like, so he shows that they have an Avengers established already, kind of like an underground Avengers that used to exist. Mm. And he runs the team and he's kind of this grumpy asshole leader. I kind of actually want to see this now. I'm thinking okay, about it. Okay. And um, he's like this no nonsense version of of nick fury kind of like that nick fury vibe and this is how we do it in my day and um and he, th- he starts things up you know he's he's very selfish but he could start this up with the idea of um this is how i'm going to make sure my my family is safe by making sure there's an avengers in place yeah because you could really replace him with the whole like you know like you said old man feel with captain america because captain america was old um one of the comic book series he was an older man like settling with the what is that like underground like avengers team or whatever yeah, yeah. and it, all you're doing is like boop, flip-flop and just kind of have the same thing really let's do it obviously with the tech obviously with the technology yeah, of, yeah. um what is it how do you say pim particles how do you say? Pim, pim yeah like pim industries you know, yeah whatever pim tech pim yeah. everything the guy likes yeah. to brand things i mean look stark industries <laughs> you, you're rich you're greedy you got to make sure your name's on stuff i don't blame them yeah all right, let's go ahead and start yeah. casting our five guys. So I'm going to go ahead and start off. I'll do I'll do all five of mine. I'll explain who's okay. in the team, why they're in the team, and then who's not in the team as well. Uh, first off, Black Panther. And I'm going to suspect this is going to be Shuri Black Panther. This is our bank fold. You're going to have that money person. I don't see them running like Avengers as a whole because I think that Wakanda's in for something bigger than we, we even know of right now. I have a feeling they're going to be in a Three Kingdom battle. But... It's going to be the same thing with the, the OG Black, with T'Challa, is I need to protect Earth to protect Wakanda, so I'm here. And I think mm. they'll fill in for that um, Tony Stark level hero in the MCU, in, in the Avengers. Next up, Daredevil. That's our grounded hero. That's our I'm from New York hero. There always got to be that New York boy in there. Mm. And uh, I think he's going to be the heart of the team, you know, like, like Captain America was. Because there's something like, if you think about this, okay, think about that scrawny Steve Rogers with the shield that, that I mean, with the top of the uh, cat trash can that's like, I'm still going to hold and fight, you know, with those punks that are going to beat him up. Now, imagine a young blind boy whose father just died to gangsters and he's like, I'm going to survive and he's raised up in the church. They had that same scrapper mentality, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, Brooklyn boys and Hell's Kitchen boys, I think it's perfect. Uh, moving on. I think we're going to have Captain America. I think we're going to have Sam Wilson as Captain America. This is our eyes in the sky. This is our uh, tactical leader. You know, he's, he's, he's ahead of the game in that sense. Thor, you have to have the heavy hitter. And I think Thor, he's, he's going to be the, probably the only, the only OG that's around, right? I think we're going to have Thor in this. Uh, he's got nothing else going on except for he's hanging out with, uh, no spoilers, guys. But he's doing the love and thunder thing. I'll say that much. He's got a he's got a new sidekick who I think would be a good member like to be scrapping around the entire time. In the, have you watched Love and Thunder yet? Uh, no. Okay, no, you're fucking killing me. <laughs> I watched it in his uh, he, Disney Plus. <laughs> he has a new sidekick that is hanging out with him all the time now. 
And I think her in Avengers Campus would be a lot of fun. She would just be a mess. Um, please watch Love and Thunder as soon as possible. <laughs> and then lastly, Captain, Amer or, um, Captain Marvel. Not necessarily Cara Dan Carol Danvers. I think it might be Monica Rambeau. And she starts hmm. to develop her powers and she becomes as powerful as Carol Danvers. But she would be the Monica Rambeau version of Captain Marvel. And I'd be on board with that. I think she was really cool in Wakanda Forever. Uh, no, not Wakanda Forever. Um, what's the Wanda one? WandaVision. It's W names, man. It's yeah. like WandaVision. Uh, something like that. Because I think, again, with Captain Marvel, just like we see with other things, she's just like with Doctor Strange. I think she's above um, Avengers at this point, right? She's going out there policing everybody in the galaxy, I think. Uh, I don't have uh, Doctor Strange. He's too big for this now. X-Men, I don't have any of them on there, but I wouldn't mind seeing an X-Men join up. There's a time, one of my favorite times, actually, was Wolverine was on the Avengers. Um, the thing has been on the Avengers. All that I have set aside for them to be established, but I think this is my team. If I were to add a sixth one that I think is going to be popping up real soon, actually, I didn't think about Blade, but I think maybe Ghost Rider. I think Ghost Rider is coming up real quick. And there, I, I actually am picking it now. Keanu Reeves is going to be playing our new Ghost Rider. I'm calling it. God, so. I hope not. You hope not. Why wouldn't you want Keanu Reeves no, Ghost man, Rider? Because he's, he's not that great. Like, looking at Keanu Reeves playing Ghost Rider it would be almost the same thing as watching Nicolas Cage being Ghost Rider. Almost, I don't yeah. think they're that great. Yeah. Like, Keanu Reeves plays one role. And one face emotion. Like, I don't think he's that great. But can you imagine I mean, that face emotion on a motorcycle? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, maybe I would just rather see him in a phone booth. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, look, <laughs> I would give anything to watch, to have him remake a Matrix movie that's not garbage. I would love that. Oh, man. That last one. I, it was fucking the worst fucking shit. movie I've seen in uh, 10 years. It was so awful. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. All right. Let me, let me hear yours, man. All right, sir. So, <laughs> mine was uh not so much logic but uh kind of like a dream team I, but yeah. i stuck with like like a notes of what you did of with like just sticking with the mcu mm -hmm. or you know kind of like movie wise i didn't branch off to like reasons of comics or anything i just stuck with what we've seen uh on the big screen okay so my first one this is a dream team so obviously it's not going to make sense of like the future of but um okay so my first one is captain america with steve rogers okay Okay. You obviously yep, you dream team, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's coming back. We already talked about dimensions and all that, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, obviously, okay, you got your leader. Um, uh, great uh, direction. He can give direction to anyone. I mean, obviously, he was jumping into the streets and telling cops what to do when they were being attacked by aliens, right? One of the really funny scenes. And all of, like, MCU, really. Um, so, uh, with that type of leadership, he also will fight for uh, anything that he truly believes in. Even if that's fighting his own friends, uh, like Iron Man in Civil War. Yeah. Now, with that, I don't think there can only be one leader in a team of five. So with this, I need another leader, and that be to bounce ideas off. Which right? is exactly so, how Tony and Steve work. Yep. Yes. So I'm bringing Cyclops from X Men. So. Uh, look, I fucking want this. I'm gonna let you know I want this. I just don't yeah, see it happening. So, uh, so that would be reason good. I bought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm basing off just the just movies like i said so recently obviously it's like cops core leader x-men yep. right okay at the same thing though with the movies we've seen him saved uh uh multiple people so he saved rogue and wolverine from when they fought Sabretooth and mm -hmm. the snow scene i believe the first movie and then we also seen him seeing uh save jean gray i i don't it's been so long but when he was she was like suffocating because she got shot in the face with some like goo or whatever and he lasered off 
it's like he's always popping up to be that savior. So I'm thinking like, okay, to bounce off off ideas and uh, split teams here and there. So you have two like kind of like the Iron Man and Captain America, you know, the branch off, whatever, do their own thing, but like also be leading their little packs. Uh, I would love to see Cyclops and Captain America at the same table discussing, you know, whatever. They see. Yeah. Uh, God, I would love mission. that conversation. That'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, with like the feels, right? Cyclops and I feel like a Captain America are in the feels yeah. when they make these decisions. I need logic. Okay. So he barely made my list, but I put him in there anyway. I put the Hulk, but I put Edward Norton's Hulk. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so possibility reason- wasn't something you like maybe thought about. Maybe you were just like, screw it. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. Like, this is my dream team guy. Yeah. Gosh darn it. <laughs> um, so the reason why I picked Edward Norton, uh, Edward Norton talk one, um, he's not a bitch like this one. Uh, so that's a, that's a big one. No, but even as Bruce Banner with the brains, but he had like the will of one trying to hide himself. So where he's working in like these crazy ass factories yeah. in like different countries or the case maybe. And he's out there trying to actually uh, partake in his, like, um, I don't know, his mission, whatever. But he's more aggressively out there than just sitting behind a desk and scared of whatever. And then we say at the end of it, he was able to, like, you know, that badass scene where he jumps from the plane and smashes to the ground to fight Abomination. Mm-hmm. Like, he's in the fight with Hulk, it seems like, instead of, like, oh, I just hate when I turn green. And now I fucking, I'm a Hulk and I don't really do anything now as an Avenger. I just... Anyway, hopefully the She-Hulk series will kind of revive him for me. Do you think they're going to bring uh, back classic Hulk or are they going to stick with this, like, I'm a smarty Hulk? Uh, I think they're going to stick with it, but I just hope they utilize him as Hulk more. Like, like why not always want to see a, um, uh, I don't know if comprehensive is the word, but like a, a, a Hulk to have a conversation with and talk about a game plan and him to be the one still wrecking havoc. Yeah. Instead of like, Oh, I don't want to do this. Whatever. Then you're a waste, bro. Like, yeah, maybe they'll bring home. in Red Hulk as like the fix. Yeah, because that'd be neat. I do miss like the uncontrollable Hulk part. But yeah, yeah, something. But I was hoping like we would see a controlled Hulk. But no, yeah, we didn't get, like Red whatever. Hulk or anything like that. So this is something different. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Also. Okay. So for my um fourth one. Uh, I went with, um, obviously he's probably just one of my favorites. So I had to throw him in there, uh, on top of, I needed the, um, like the agility and the bruteness and, um, kind of like, uh, selfishness, but it can still like get it, it done. And I'm going with Venom. Okay. Venom, okay. So, oh my yeah. God. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, another thing besides Venom too, which I wasn't a huge fan of, but I mean, it did like obviously come in handy and I could see it coming in handy is when he was able to leave Eddie Brock to take over other, uh, people's bodies. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I could kind of see that happen. But as I like, okay, I need someone that when controlled, because obviously he's kind of a freak in the, in, in, in the, the things I feel oh, like yeah, if yeah. he was able to, Oh, well, I was going <laughs> to say, you know, just uncontrollable, but you know, when controlled, yeah. um, uh, he clearly gets the uh, the job done, like finding Carnage, and then yeah. obviously saving the world from the symbiote in the first one. Um, but he is that like I could sneak into something still, uh, swing in anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the spider senses, so let's just pretend we're at this round table, right? Something's coming at us. He still has that tingling feeling, and he can save the team. Yeah, you know, just saying. Um, I've always I liked the scene too. Donny Cates did it where um, where. Like Eddie Brock's like the most important thing to me is my son. So he like jumps to the sun to protect the sun real quick. Like I always like that kind of, it reminds mm-hmm. me of Iron Man does that shit with his suit sometimes, you know? Yeah. 
And I see like uh, now, I mean, with number two and then like future Venom projects of whatever, you know, if there were to be any, mm-hmm. uh, that Eddie Brock and Venom, that relationship is still is coming together. Yeah. It'd be more tighter. So I think like hopefully my Avengers, you know, more in the future. Yeah. Uh, that we'll get actually a good teamwork uh, together. And then my last one, uh, because I need this uh, unstable, unpredictable power i I gotta go with scarlet witch i mean yeah i just want her to like opening ribs creating dimensions trapping others in these worlds that they'd be scared or you need one powerhouse you picked it right there she's one of the most powerful yeah uh the way i mean the only thing that turned me on about this movie at all was the way that she killed all like reed richards and um oh she annihilated him the yeah uh, um god damn it thunderbolt no 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 yeah that's like the team the thunderbolts but yeah uh, yeah Black it's the Bolt? Inhumans. No, Black. Black Bolt. Thank you. Black Bolt. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anson Mount. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, holy shit, this is insane. But I want that predict- uh, unpredictability. And then when given, when like driven the right way, yeah. obviously with her kids in this one, she is just like, my team could just step back and let her do everything, to be honest. Like, especially with the, um, when she was facing the whole, uh, the temple, when all the, those guys got them. together. I mean, it was yeah, kind of sad. Herself. Really. Yeah. yeah. So that's my team. It'll never happen. I know that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I just was grabbing. Yeah, my. Yeah, hey, my I dream. liked it. We had one team, my <laughs> team. I purposely went with like, OK, what do I see? Like the most possible you know, yeah. contract wise and stuff like that. <laughs> Nobody on this list except for Thor is like expensive. But you have to have an OG. You have to have somebody who's the, the corner pocket. Your corner pocket still works perfectly. Scarlet Witch is perfect for that. If we can like like what if it's not Scarlet Witch that we know? What if it's the Scarlet Witch that she went and like took her body over? And so that one's got questions of like, what's going on and stuff like that. Because Scarlet oh, Witch is, is a Nexus like character, so she's not supposed to be different in any other reality. So Marvel's got yeah. a kind of a tone for that. Uh, we'll have to see. Mm, I like that. I like that one. Yeah. Because then, it, yeah, because if that happened to me, I'd be like, hold on. You'd have questions something's, like, I have to protect yeah. my kids now. Something's wrong here. Yeah. No. I like that idea. And you have to Damn, assume that them. those kids are the fake kids that she made in the town and like that. The kids that she went mm. and visited in, in the... in. Yeah, That's, she's lying too, because it's not like Scarlet Witch had those kids ever. Yeah, shit. See, yeah, they just made like this with the whole multiverse, just insane amount of uh, probabilities. Yeah. So I like I like what you're saying. So it's like, man, where's your contract from Marvel? Secret Wars <laughs> isn't necessarily not not only is it like gonna be an amazing story because it is. It's actually like required for Marvel to go farther than this because you can't keep going with the idea that there's infinite possibilities out there. That will yeah. mess things up because eventually people will wake yeah. up and be like, look, I want Tony Stark again. So just point that goddamn camera at Earth 617 next time and show me Tony Stark, you know, because they can. Yeah, because they'll just get messy, though. Yeah, uh, they will. Yeah. Yeah. Any possibility of a secret invasion? Well, a secret invasion is going to. Oh, man, who knows what that'll bring? Who do you? OK, let's let's, let's yeah. just peek into that real quick. Okay. Secret invasion's <laughs> coming up, guys. It's a series that if you guys actually it was in the comic book wise it was after Civil War. And I remember when it came out, you and me were like constantly like, holy shit, the scrolls are crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of the current MCU, who can you see actually being a scroll? Because that was kind of the big thing. You uh, couldn't trust anybody. Okay. Mm. So if I had to pick a, someone right now, yeah. that's a scroll in my head. Okay. Oh, shit, so man. Who's not acting get... right? You know, something's yeah, up. Yeah. Son of a bitch. That's tough. Ooh, I just thought of one. I'm going to pick uh, what's uh, Dr. Strange's friend? The, it can't be Wong. Or was it Wong? It's Wong. Is it Wong? I'm looking it up. Well, I'm going with him. I'm going with him. 
I was just talking to about somebody. He, yeah, because wonder, yeah, wonder if he was, you know, like he's playing that friend, but at the same time, he's got a goal in the back of his head that he's got to do. I'm saying, I'm saying. Yeah, I could see something like that. That would be cool. And he's and been in like every MCU movie lately, so it, yeah. that's what a scroll would do is like get involved. What if this? Yeah. This I just thought about this. I swear this isn't pre-planned. What if? <laughs> What if Rhodey is a scroll and he's been a scroll since the second Iron Man movie, which explains why it was recasted mm. to Don Cheadle, because it's not quite right. They didn't nail down mm. exactly what what War Machine's supposed to look like. So it's actually a scroll who's not perfect. <laughs> and then yet. everybody was blind and be like, huh, I didn't realize you know, he looked like Yeah, you did have that car accident a couple of weeks ago, man. Didn't that scream yeah. a little bit? And then he's like, oh, let me fix my chin up a little bit. And he's like, yeah. like Don Cheadle. You know, yeah, and then we find That's out funny. that the the real scroll, the guy from Empires, is like in a closet somewhere, like get me out of here, and he's <laughs> yeah. actually really <laughs> in the way. Uh, shoot, that is funny. Yeah, because I was thinking, if anything, if they did like a like a real good plot one to bring other characters back, that's when we would see like uh, a Captain America, I mean, a Steve Rogers and a Tony Stark pop up out of nowhere, and every, all the other heroes are freaking out. Yeah, um, and then you know that's when you know. Or some would be like, oh my gosh, I love you. I miss you so much. Where you been? Kind of thing, whatever. And then, uh, you know, fake story would happen. And then obviously that. There has to be a W2F, WTF scroll. There has to be because it's part of it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to think of like, because the whole thing is like, who, who can you trust? And I can't think of anybody that Marvel's willing to sacrifice to the scroll gods, you know? Well, yeah. And what I'm thinking is, um, so it, it's kind of upsetting because in, um, uh, what do you call it? Miss captain marvel we got scroll right yeah and it's like okay oh shit it's gonna happen now right secret invasion whatever so and nothing happened so now i'm thinking with fantastic four are we gonna get super scroll we can't get super scroll until we have him. a solid understanding of the scroll i think i think secret invasion is <sighs> gonna lead to yeah. super scroll you have to think so yeah super scroll is awesome yeah. so i hope so i don't know i'm just thinking possibilities i like hulkling you know, yeah, I'm just thinking of possibilities for Fantastic Four, like villains that we can see besides Doom. Um, and I think yeah. I don't know, maybe they would use that as like an opening to scroll, but yeah, I don't know, whatever. I like, I yeah. love how the expectations of Marvel fans are just it's fucking once it falls into place, it's cement. Because, like, after mm -hmm. after <laughs> after San Diego Comic Con in the last week, not only has everybody just straight up said, like, well, Connor Forever is going to bring in Doctor Doom. That's just going to happen, guys. And Doctor Doom's our next <laughs> bad guy. And this is who. This is what it's going to look like. Like it's amazing how much. Like if you look at Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, Marvel fans are done. They're done with it. They just told you, "Hey, Marvel, guess what? Doctor Doom's coming in Wakanda Forever." If he's not, yeah. you disappointed us. That's such a huge thing to yeah. just now be like, "This is happening." As if Namor wasn't enough. <laughs> you know, uh, Marvel fans have said it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I'm with him. If I Doctor Doom's not in this one, <laughs> fuck all that. <laughs> but uh, it's it's almost to the point where uh, you just got to give titles like this. So you know, I'm not a huge fan of the Marvel fucking San Diego Comic Con because I felt like all we did was get a bunch of titles for you know something in the future that hasn't even been worked on yet. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. We got a Which we got our do. Wakanda Forever trailer, whatever. But it's like okay, the lack of everything else was pretty lame. Um, you know, comic book wise, whatever. I told you how I felt about that one. Yeah. Um. But it's almost where you kind of have to do what they did, but not show trailers now. Yeah, because to. it's almost where uh, I kind of had that theory of doom. But then when you said, well, I think you did or no, something we I were, heard we were of the texting soldiers each other after because you couldn't show yeah. up. You were sick. So we read your, yeah. your texts on on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
But it was almost like we saw the soldiers, uh, the random uh, yeah. soldiers in that movie that wasn't a part of any of the Wakanda and or Atlantis. And they wouldn't Atlantis. be USA. There's no way. And you're like, mm, yeah. shit. So it's almost like you just can't show anything anymore if you want that surprise. No way. We, I mean, if it's not us, it's a million other people like us that just dissect the shit out of everything. That want yeah. rewatch these trailers, you know, so many times that they don't, they're not fun anymore. And, yeah. and we'll find every little clue. That's what it is. Let alone filming. Yeah. I mean, there's people on set filming all the time. I just watched um, a scene from our clip from the next Walking Dead spinoff with uh, Maggie and, and Negan. And it was like, oh, okay, so oh. now we know that they're constantly fighting with each other. That was from filming. That show's not coming out for like another year and a half. And yet I already know mm. one of the big things about it, one of the relationship plot points, because somebody happened to catch it on their iPhone. And of course, I watched it like crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a mess. Um, yeah, you just gave me that information because I didn't realize that. Because <laughs> all I saw was obviously the stuff that they showed of the... Yeah. The six episode little mini series Terry, Terry Crews in it and stuff like that. So I don't even know about the Maggie and Negan thing. Yeah, good to know. Good to know. I love Terry Crews. <laughs> All right, let's talk <laughs> about DC for a sec. Um, ben Affleck is going to be an Aquaman too. You happy about this or does it suck? Very happy. Are you serious? Okay. I was just I like, why. why did we not bury this Batman already? I'm so done with him. Oh man, I love this Batman. I think Ben Affleck is one of my favorite Batmans, you to be honest. Sick of me. Uh, I think uh <laughs> oh man, dude, no way. I'll never forget the scene on Batman vs. Superman where he jumps in that building and just wrecks those guys. That with is the good guns scene. and shooting everything. He just I just love this Batman for the whole like I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. And he's gonna do whatever he does. Very That's Frank why I like Miller Ben Affleck's Batman. Batman. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, um, I love it. <laughs> I want more. I want more. Uh, what do you call it? Affleck or how do you Bat-flick. say it? Bat Bat Batflick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I want more. <laughs> don't like this Batman, and mm-hmm. even if we don't go straight up all Robert Pattinson, which I I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't mind. I honestly, if DCEU were to come out, DC came out like, hey guys, you know what? We done fucked up. We're we're starting over again. Robert Pattinson's our main Batman. We're gonna be building everything off of him. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Have a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys definitely didn't make me confident at all apparently the rock runs dc now i guess i guess that's just the main plan now going forward God, yeah. um i hate this batman i hate it so much ben affleck if you're not having fun playing batman don't play him he's already said he has yeah fun playing. why are you still playing him you know and it's like giving us mixed emotions because that's mm. what i thought too and he wanted to do things and like matt damon talked him out of you know or branching off to doing different things so he could do these stupid ass basketball movies that nobody gives a fuck about or bring any money Nothing. in so uh so do you miss it now or do you kind of regret that and you're like you do realize like i mean i love this even the part where he's switching up outfits he's got the iron bat suit on he's then he's got the one where he's in the sand yeah i love i mean i love this batman i just i just do not (laughs) like dc movies at all right now i don't know i don't know it's so (sighs) that's going a little too far but uh yeah yeah. speaking of dc movies Come to find out the Zach the Zack Snyder cut, you know, uh campaign to bring back the Zyder, uh, Snyder cut. Uh they found out eleven percent of all the social media posts which were pushing for this yeah. was fueled by bots. And what the trick was like, you know, you're thinking, oh, eleven percent, that doesn't seem like it's that big. Well, actually, first off, it is big on its own. But secondly, they were posting at peak times, like, you know, hey, oh, everybody gets up at like 7 a.m., 6 a.m. So we'll post about Zack Snyder cut then. Lunch break, post a little bit about that. So what they're doing is they're sparking the conversation for more Snyder cut. Uh, knowing this, this just recently came out, knowing this, do you think DC is going to be a little bit more careful about following trends? Because there's already like a, hey, let's start this, the the original Suicide Squad cut. They want that one with the Jared Leto one. What do you think? Are they going to yeah. listen to them? 
I think it, um, well, I enjoyed the Snyder Cut. I mean, I already kind of liked the semi, like the original Justice League. So all this one really did was bring more. (laughs) He's actually my third favorite, so I'm not that crazy of a Batman fan. But, uh, um, but so all it did was add more to it and gave us fucking finally dark side. Right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think anything that was added was bad. So it's like, if you already like the original, then you'll like this one more. Um, so I'm kind of thankful for the bots, really. Okay. Um, and I guess it kind of just depends the price of when that came out, right? Now, reality. We already know that, say, fuck that Jared Leto, Leto Joker, yeah. right? I don't give a shit if it's bots or not. I Hopefully, like, DC's smart enough to be like, no, nah, we're not going to do this one. At least with the Justice League one, that was like a universe being built. We finally felt like maybe the, this was the Thanos now coming into the DC world. And if you're going to bring, like, the Snyder Cuts universe, that's fine. Like you said, too. Let's just have a plan going forward. And obviously, of course, like you said earlier, San Diego Comic-Con, they gave us comics and, like, the two movies. And it's kind of nice that they talked about the two movies that they're actually working on. Right. And being, I mean, now soon, instead of just a bunch of different titles. But it's almost like I still wanted that layout of a plan. Just a plan it's like is Jim all I need. Yeah, that's, at least with Marvel, yeah. I know what I'm watching for the next two years. You know? they, they Yeah, it it's like... Jim Lee's sitting there on that fucking <laughs> stage on one of the things, and it's like, you were supposed to be the guy. You were supposed to be the Feige. Come on, man. Well, that's a problem, I think. Is, is Jim Lee, let's, let's just be honest, is a god amongst comic book uh, artists. He's, he's, he, yeah. I, if I were to tattoo my full body by one artist, it would be Jim Lee, right? He's amazing. Yeah. But he, not, he doesn't necessarily mean, doesn't mean that he's going to be good at this job. Kevin Feige he wasn't True. necessarily like a comic book artist, comic book writer, like that. He's good at this job, and he's a fan of the work. A fan yeah. of the work is important for sure because that's where Kevin Feige knows. Like, look, Secret Wars is worth building up, and he's been building it for for years already. And you know, he he knew like the purple guy in the cherry will be important. Promise, promise you. Ten years mm-hmm. later on, we're watching Endgame. That's you, yeah. you do need that, but I don't know if Jim Lee's necessarily the right man for the job here. And and I don't. As more importantly, Marvel gives Kevin Feige full control. Uh, almost, I don't. I've never seen him being stopped by anybody. DC will yeah. Marvel or DC and Warner Brothers will never let that happen. They'll never give somebody so much control that they could do what they want. And if they did, I don't know. I'm going to throw this out to you. What about James Gunn as the guy who just runs it all? Oh, fuck. You think, okay. I want to back it up a little bit uh, because you said the whole control thing, but we know that they want a Kevin Feige type person they do want one, to yeah. hold it. So if they do that, then they have to give him that control. Now, let's just say they gave the control of the James Gunn. He makes great of a one style movie yeah Suicide but like Squad, guardians of the galaxy true and peacemaker yeah okay so he takes uh yeah which peacemaker did bring a ragtag type group together and then differences and then they you know come out ultimately working together for the mission can he do that with a single person like superman i i, I don't, I don't know. know about superman I but i would love yet. to see james gunn batman Especially if you're going to start bringing in Bat Family, which is something that's never been tapped, never been p- tapped yeah. properly, and really is the next level for Batman that I don't think mainstream even knows exists. Yeah. It, uh, I'm like, yeah, I guess it just depends if he's that type of fan, too, uh, like what you're saying with Kevin Feige. But then it's like, okay, if you took the Bat Family, more of a dark, more serious crew. Right, Red Hood, yeah. Uh, are we going to get like shitty ass, like a oh, little Robin fucking 
gonna tell jokes or something. Yeah, you but know? if Damian like, Wayne Robin, my favorite Robin, where he's like talking <laughs> shit to people, could you wouldn't you love it if you have like hardcore Red Hood, hardcore Nightwing, and then you got a twelve year old who's like, "Fuck you, man!" <laughs> like I would, I'm yeah. in. I'm in. <laughs> you know? That's funny, but I'm a Tim Drake fan myself, so I need to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like to see him as Robin. Yeah, and he, but, he uh, could show up. He's got yeah, that new costume, the brown costume. He is like his own Robin now. That's something. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just give us some direction. Gosh darn it! So I'm thinking. Yeah, DC needs to figure something out. I'm just not not happy with what they're doing. I don't think anybody really is. Um, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next thing here, real quick. Uh, MGM they lose the rights to Tomb Raider. Now I remember you used to play Tomb Raider all the time. Uh, are you still mm-hmm. playing any of the newer Tomb Raiders? Yeah, I played the new ones, the last two that came out, or the last one that came out, finally. It, yeah. First off, should they go with a movie, or if they're going to reboot this whole thing? And and right now, the studios are all in a bidding war, so who knows where, they, they might end up being a Disney thing now. Who do you think should be, <laughs> or who do you, I'm sorry, let me re-say this. Should it be a movie, or should it be a TV series going forward? Um, Let's do a TV series. The only reason mm-hmm. I say that is because we've seen the movie multiple times. Um. I didn't watch the last one because I think it like really copycat the video game, and especially the opening scene when she's on the boat and she's jumping. I really liked from, this like, last one more than so than anything before that. Uh, yeah, and, and I know you told me so. That's the only thing that's kind of got me interested in watching it, but I kind of gave up on it. Yeah. So it would be neat to see a TV series with multiple, um, I say like situations of like the long goal. Okay, so like uh, Tomb Raider two, you're swimming in the water and you got sharks, right? Yeah, give me one of those. And on top of like with the newer Tomb Raiders where they're in the temple and it's like the stone giant wakes up. Give me a little bit of that fantasy mixed with some of the reality situations. That's a good idea. Uh, and combine them in a one series instead of like trying to do everything in like an hour and a half, two hour movie. Well, who knows? Movies nowadays got to be minimum two and a half shit. So I would like to see that a series and you kind of nod to um, different situations that's been in video games before. Who do you trust so. to run a series like this? Oh, shit. I I I have not seen mm. HBO Max fail me yet. I'm actually rewatching Righteous Gemstones right now. For God's sakes, like yeah. you just can't mess that up. Yeah. Um. If I had to pick like a streaming service like that, uh, yeah, H- HBO Max has been on, on a roll with me too. Or if anything, Netflix. I think the Duffer 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 Brothers Duffer Duffer. Yeah. I I don't think they can do anything wrong. Uh. Right now, and uh, with them with the hands on the Death Note series coming soon or eventually eventually i, I have all fa- i have all faith of them so <laughs> yeah and it'd be weird if they did something like that it'd be totally different from like the stranger things and then doing like a death note like a whole different genre going to a tomb raider but you give me some dark moments like that in a temple or something some kind of creepy or scary at the same time i'm interested to see how duffer brothers handle leaving something that's not stranger things because sometimes you strike gold and you're amazing yeah for example dan and dave who did um game of thrones they were the producers for the game of thrones series they were like, okay, we're going to try something completely new. They pitched an idea of a show that was like, what if the Confederacy won the Civil War? And immediately, every single mm. person's like, no fucking way. Are you allowed to make yeah. that movie? Are you serious? <laughs> What's the end goal? People being racist, but modern times? Like, that's such a bad idea. Yeah. So immediately, you're like, oh, maybe you guys no. are just good at making dragon shows, actually. <laughs> no, you know what you do at the end goal is you turn it to like an American um, Wolfenstein. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, then be you kind of bring, yeah, yeah, you kind of bring your like, you got this one like hero. Let's just, let's bring the hero from Bioshock 3, right? Let's just bring him yeah. into this Wolfenstein world. That'd be the angle. Yeah. Sign but you me. would have to get through a whole <laughs> lot of Confederate flags to get there. And yeah, <laughs> would, yeah. The commercials would 
not go over well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be, it would be, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully the Duffer brothers, I mean, I, these guys are fucking killing it. I trust that they're going to do well with Death Notes. Um, I'll have to see. I haven't seen Death Notes though, but I, 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 I'm aware of it. Yeah. Know what the, you know, the main plots are. I'll have to see. Yeah. I, I, I've given Tomb Raider. All right. All right. Netflix, yeah. go ahead. You guys can buy Tomb Raider. We give you the permission. <laughs> Um, all right, let's go. I'm going to do a quick review for, let's go uh, Steam Deck, guys. Here it is. I'm going to show you guys, those watching that on the stream, yes, we're streaming this one because we're cool like that. Here's the Steam Deck. It's massive. This thing's Oh, man, that's kind of monster. Huh? I've been playing Witcher 3 on it. And, oh yeah, couple of the pros. Let's go over the pros of this thing. First off, it's basically a small PC, and it has Linux on it right now, but I'm, I'm putting Windows on it, and uh, it runs like a small PC. It runs pretty good. The first time, I, oh Jesus Christ, I almost dropped it. Uh, the first time I was playing Witcher Three, it was stuttering <laughs> a little bit, but since then it's been doing just fine. So I think maybe it was just kind of hiccups. Um, when they say uh, it has like a green check mark, if it says like, "Oh, it runs great on a Steam Deck," uh, follow the green check marks. I have I've tried to play games that are not that. Like for example, I've tried to play a Ubisoft game. You have to log into UPlay. Those generally don't run good on Steam Deck, is what they say because you have to go through the UPlay part of it. Don't try to run those if you can so all the assassin's creed and stuff like that i did wildlands um if it's just through steam it's better um what else am i playing on there uh i played metal uh metal slug classic you know games like that it does a good job running games it's a solid machine it puts out a lot of heat it burns through a lot of battery so mm. the first successor i bought was 12 feet of USB-C cord so that i could plug <laughs> it into the wall and walk around my house with it a little bit um it it is a strong machine now uh the controls are well built it has two mouse pads that are yeah very good to the touch yeah i was gonna ask you like so can you talk a little bit about the hardware itself right now yeah. like like i'm your person because i don't know anything about this yeah. thing uh so those are two mouse pads so what's uh is it just like hey which finger you prefer what what do you think the benefit of that is generally generally the the uh, left side is for scrolling up and down and the other side's full mouse pad is generally how it feels, but I, I think this one could be used as both ways mm -hmm. at some things, but this is generally the, okay. the main mouse one. Um, it okay. takes a second to use to how sensitive they are, but it has a bit of a tactile feel that you'll get to pretty good. Um, I would say yeah. that the the analogs are crisp. I mean, Nintendo needs to talk to these guys. Mm. They are super crisp, uh, and the regular buttons, the A, B, X, Y, uh, Beautiful hard candy shell feel like it's like an M and M or something like that. That's I compare things to food, mm. and it's real clean like that. <laughs> and then I mean, it's just the sound is top notch. It feels heavy. I like I don't know about you, but I like what a console or a controller feels heavy. It reminds you of Jurassic yeah. Park. It feels more expensive, and that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Oh look at that! I just downloaded Control on this one. Ooh, I forgot about control. that. Control, but nice. I mean, in the displays, crisp as can be, right? I was insanely impressed at how sharp Witcher Three looks. It looks mm -hmm. very good. Now, yeah. oh, I got more to download on that. Okay, let me pause that. Okay, uh, now, any questions from you on 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 so far before I go into the downsides? Okay, so question was okay. So you said you had this check mark. So okay, that's understandable, yeah. and that's I think there's so many games that you could get past that Definitely. and find the one you really want to play. Uh, do you? Okay, so you said The Witcher was keeping up after that little hiccup? Yeah. The, and it ran just like if you were playing on a console itself? Exactly like that. I've gotten through Witcher more now than I ever have. I've actually, I'm liking it a lot oh, on the shit. Steam Deck. Okay, okay. And is the screen, obviously I'm looking at it from 
my computer, but the screen is that the same size or bigger than the Switch itself? Bigger like than maybe the, the OLED? It feels like it's okay, bigger maybe than the, the Switch, o- yeah. Okay, okay. Um uh what would be are you running it off? Does it download the game onto the deck it itself does. or is it playing over Wi-Fi? It downloads okay, the deck on itself, okay. but I'm I'm installing Windows on there, so I'm gonna do the whole game pass thing on there. Because my big goal on this thing, two big games I want to play. World of Warcraft, because of course I'm a fucking nerd. World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. and I want to play Sea of Thieves on this thing so bad. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to do the Sea of Thieves through the Game Pass, or through Windows anyways, and um, that should be a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. built like a truck. You can't can't knock this thing if you really want a portable PC. This is definitely the way to go. Damn. Uh, I, nice, I actually nice. prefer this over a small laptop. Okay. Now, here's why I suggest you don't buy this. Okay. <laughs> if you have a gaming PC at all, it's better than this thing. Uh, keyboard and mouse, I'd say, like, any shooter. That's why I'm downloading Control on there, because I'm like, I gotta really get my hands on some shooters on this. Uh, but you guys know, keyboard and mouse is the best way to play a sh- uh, shooter. If you want to be accurate at all or decent at it, um, there's a reason that, you know, like, Overwatch League, all these different leagues, they do keyboard and mouse. They're not gonna, they're not gonna trust the controller. The controller distance on this, I feels better. The Switch feels so small in my hands now compared to this thing, because the controller, it's so much wider. Uh, I do like that feel, but it might be hard for those people with smaller hands or something. Uh, it is a PC in every way you could think of, but it's not a big PC. It is a light computer. It, this reminds me so much of when I got a friend coming up to me and saying, hey, Frank, can you build me a gaming PC for 500, 600 bucks? And, and I got to be like, well, I mean, I can, but it'll have limitations. That's what this is. I can, but it has limitations. So keep that in mind uh, when you're trying to if you're thinking you're going to play like Cyberpunk, or maybe like one of the real big ones, I haven't tried that yet. I think Witcher 3 is a really good test on it, but Witcher 3 also came out, I think, in 2015. So you got to keep that in mind. Um, I, I wouldn't buy this knowing what I know now, just because if I'm going to do hardcore mm-hmm. gaming, it's on my PC. And if I'm going to do light gaming, which is what this is for, I would do it on my Switch. Uh, I would play games that would be on my Switch. Like, for example, I'm like, oh, I really want to do a racing game on this. So when I do the, again, I'm going to download Forza on this. I'm going to try out Forza on this guy. Uh, everything I want to do is Windows, by the way. It's not Linux. I can't stand Linux. That's a personal opinion of mine, is that the Linux operating system, it's good if you like Linux. I do not care for it at all. So I'm looking forward to getting Windows on this. Um, I just feel like this is meant for, so now Jonathan's got, got one of these now, too. Actually, it came in today. And the reason it's perfect for Jonathan is he's a dad, much like you, who doesn't have time to sit there and game. So if he wants to play the latest Saints Row that's coming out later on, he doesn't have time to sit on his computer and play that. But he can play it on his Steam Deck quite well, I'm sure, because I'm playing the Witcher 3 in in maximum graphics. It's playing in ultra everything, Mm -hmm. right? So you can play that Saints Row on this while, you know, while you're watching Kyrie in the living room and she's watching some, some, you know, Bluey or something like that. You could be be playing on Mm -hmm. this. So there is definitely the audience for this. I would say if you're a hardcore gamer, though, you're already set. Don't don't play. Don't get this. But if you're somewhere in the middle, or you want to t- touch into those big PC games you keep hearing about, this is your way to go. It's not a cheap machine hmm. though. This thing was like six hundred bucks after everything said and done. So, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And Jonathan got the bigger one. Yeah, that's he. Yeah, that's he, man. Six hundred bucks for if you were trying to be like, okay, I'm a hardcore gamer, but I'm on a, on a, on the move. Yeah. Because you want to play those type of style of games instead of like a Nintendo Switch. That's steep, though, because I'm a Nintendo fan myself. So it's like, there's no way. I mean, right. if I'm traveling or any have type of thing, I'm picking Switch all day. The, and Nintendo's and, lighter, and, too, a lot lighter. I mean, I could get the OLED version mm-hmm. for 
what is it, 400, 350, 400, something like that? Probably closer to three, yeah. So I'm like, ugh. And I'm playing exclusive games that you can't play on a Steam. I mean, if you were into, you know, Nintendo type games. So, ugh, that's hard. I, I am revisit, by the way, the Steam library is so important. Again, I, I was going to wait till I got the, the Windows on there, but that's being delayed, my Windows update, my Windows download. So that's kind of being delayed right now. But uh, one of the things I'm getting, I'm like, I'm going to get Crash Bandicoot Racer because I want to play a racing game. Now, normally I would just play mm-hmm. Mario Kart, right? But I need something to Steam. So there's that. Yeah. Um, there's a f- been a few times now I was like, oh, I'll download Temtem on this, but I have all the Pokemon games. I don't need to download Temtem normally, but let me download Temtem on this. One of the games I actually just bought, it was so cheap. It was due to like two bucks. Remember that Rise game that came out on Xbox One? That they should make sequels for? Mm-hmm. Where you're playing as like a, a Spartan or a Gladiator or some shit from Roman times? Oh my god, one of my favorite games I of all time. I know you're such yeah. a big fan. Like you always tell me to out. play it. I oh, just bought yeah. it and it's downloading on my Steam Deck right now. Is this your first time playing yeah. it? Oh my gosh. I know you always talk I'm about excited it. For it you. I'm excited. So I did buy it's it. It's like one of the few games I 100% on that. Yeah. yeah. It was like two bucks I, yeah, on Steam. Okay. I was like, oh, well, I can't pass this up. This is crazy. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Damn. So that's my, my, huh. my review for the Steam Deck, guys. If you want to be a PC gamer, but you don't have the time to, to be dedicated to it, Steam Deck's all the way around. If you're already a dedicated PC gamer, you're set. Don't, don't upgrade from that. It's like going to a, a lesser powerful laptop. That's my, and of course mm. the controllers too. That's that's another thing too. If you're sitting at a PC and you're using controller a lot, you're usually not. But there are sometimes. Then this is the thing for you. But there are some games that are just not controller. You know, that are not meant for controller. Keep that in mind. Let's see one last thing. Let's make sure we mention. We're gonna skip the headlines. They're not that big of a deal. Except for Wrath Classic did get announced for September 26th, and I will tell you guys right now, we are recruiting. So if you plan on playing World of Warcraft Classic, <laughs> come and join us, guys. We're still not sure if the guild name is going to be Death Alliance, which is our old guild name, or if it's going to be Geek Freaks. So we're not too sure on that. We're still kind of pondering that idea. But we already have a tank, two healers, and a DPS locked in. Um, and we have a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm coming back. But I'm actually like getting roles written down now because it's time we get serious about this shit. You know how we are. September 26th, let us know if you guys want to join and what position you play. And uh, remember, it's 50% extra uh, XP in... Burning Crusade Classic right now, so a good time to level something new up. Let's go ahead and go to our recommendation. My recommendation for you guys this week is going to be the Marvel podcast Wastelanders. Uh, the part Marvel podcast Wastelanders is basically mm-hmm. telling the story of the um, old man Hawkeye. They're, they're, the specific one right now is actually Old Man Star-Lord. It's doing the Old Man Star-Lord storyline, mm-hmm. which has been a lot of fun so far. And uh, the voice actors are really good for it. The guy playing Rack, uh, Rocket Raccoon, I think, might be better than Bradley Cooper. <laughs> he's um, he's the guy from, I'll just say Shit's Creek. He's the mayor from Shit's Creek. He's on a, a lot of all kinds of stuff. But he's playing Rocket Raccoon. Ra- Rocket Raccoon. It's been really fun. And it's it feels like it's directly from the comic book. It's all dialogue. It's not like any narration at all. It's 100% dialogue, So, which is very much how a comic book would work. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. What's your recommendation for the week? Okay, so this is my recommendation only based on because I know there's people out there that have not seen it yet because I had a conversation with you with it. With it. If you spent so much time in before and you're done with it, you're burnt out, whatever, I promise you, just watch this last season of Walking Dead. Okay, yeah. I know I was talking to you about it. You said you haven't caught it yet. This is one of my favorite seasons in a long time. I don't get dulled from it. Each episode, I do feel like something is happening or progressing and I'm locked in. Um and I'm saying this because October is you're going to have those final episodes. So just like 
I, I promise you, you're not going to be like you were before um, with some of the prior seasons. You're just like, this is Dragon on, this is dead, this is the same thing, whatever, whatever. This is good. Trust me. But just just power it through with me. Okay, we're almost done. Right, <laughs> the finish line is there. That's a great recommendation. I will make sure so. to catch up. You, that was a good one. Yeah, October. Yeah, there's all spinoffs too. So even if you're like, I'm kind of interested in this Rick and Michonne spinoff, catch us last yeah. season. It's a good way to kind of get fired up for that. That's cool. Yeah. All right, guys. What's your, hey? Uh, yeah. I want to ask you a question because we talked about this a long time ago, and you were more knowledgeable on it than I was. What is going on with Rick movie? That's not a thing. It anymore? got canceled, and they decided to do a spinoff instead. So it's going to be Rick and Michonne movie now. S- Okay, so this is oh, it's a movie now. Instead well, I'm of a sorry, series, a series. it's gonna be a series now. It was okay, a okay. movie now. It's gonna be a series now. Okay, so now, um, so obviously this will take place when obviously we'll know more about when Rick was picked up by the helicopter. Yeah. I'm assuming it's gonna be basically okay, about that. Okay. What it sounds like. Got it. Got it. Okay, I'm cool with that. As long as there was something going on, because I just felt like there was nothing. Yeah, it was been quiet for so long. Yeah. So and there's a yeah. point. There's a point where Michonne left too to like go find Rick or whatever. Yeah, it'll be a exactly. that whole yep, story. Yep. So. I'm Got more excited it. for okay. that than I am anything else about Walking Dead, but I'm I will be mm-hmm. following up with, with what you recommended for sure and checking that last season. That'll be good. Yeah. Can I throw something? I'm gonna throw something out here real quick. Of course, I'm not stopping you. Wonder if the Walking Dead comics are so different, right? I actually like them a little better, but anyway, most do more fast paced wise. Makes sense though, you know, comic book to TV show. Blah blah blah. Now, a lot of characters are dead, you know. Doesn't even follow anything. Daryl's not even a real character. Um, um, oh my god, I'm blanking out his name. The Kingdom guy, Ezekiel. Ezekiel, I love uh, Ezekiel. He he dies uh, way before yeah. by the Whisperers and stuff like that. Wonder if Walking Dead came up with a what if series. You know, that would and be it, good. it's more tailored to the comic books. So it's like we'll revisit the um um well let's just revisit the uh the alpha right yeah. and the whisperers and kind of go through ezekiel's death uh, and like this is what happened if ezekiel died instead that'd be kind of neat what if it's AMC. done by Sign. the guys that did invincible the the guys that did the invisible cartoon oh and do it in cartoon form instead you think Oh, yeah, I assume that's oh, what you, you meant by one of series. Action. Yeah, as well, yeah. I would think, oh, well, you know, whatever, yeah. Because yeah, then you, you can do. use yeah. those Invincible guys, which obviously are very good with working with the source material. Plus, yeah. you can, um, you could do the same actual art style as in the comic books, really. Yeah. Be- Bring uh, Robert Kirkman back. Yeah. <gasps> wonder if Robert Kirkman helps DC. <laughs> like Feige. Oh, mm. dude, okay. That would be. I know. Now I'm representing that yeah, one. Yeah, no, that's a good. <laughs> one. I'm going after. Um, and who's? Oh, Donnie Cates. Oh God, this is a whole side thing. I was saw a mm. tweet of his where, because um, you know how he is with Venom and Spawn, and you know he's you know he's such a big fan. Um, mm-hmm. There was a, mm-hmm. I guess, a panel where where one boy was like running down the stairs in one of his comic books recently, and people were asking like, hey, well, you know, this guy's shirt's like blacked out or whatever. And he's like, well, that was actually the image logo, but DC took it out. And so he actually tried to put the image logo uh, on a kid's uh, shirt running down the stairs in one of his comic books, and DC removed it. Okay. Like, oh, man, that's kind of cool. Uh, he like try to get more image because yeah. there's a lot of respect among yeah. comic book companies, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. All right, guys, that's it for us this week. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. <laughs> I appreciate it, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. See you.